Welcome to My Heart, His Words, a Mad Lab Studios production. This is a podcast that pushes pause on life just long enough to focus on a moment and capture the beauty in it. Thank you for joining us for episode 14. The first bird flew away over a decade ago. Watching him soar high into the sky, my heart whispered, You'll always have a home here. This nest is yours forever. Not long after, the second bird began to flap his wings. Flying high and free, the whole world became his home. But still, a mommy bird wants her little one to remember, You always have a home here. This nest is yours forever. The third bird, having watched his brothers take flight, must have liked what he saw, because the day arrived when he, too, began his journey into the clouds and across the ocean. Three little birds gone, my heart longed for each of them to never forget. You always have a home here. This nest is yours forever. Time passed by. One lone bird remained. Chirping loudly, she kept us busy and refilled our nest with other little birds, sleeping over and giggling their way through many nights. Could she read my mind as I watched them play? I think she could. And like her brothers, she knew it was true. This nest was their safe place, no matter what the world might hurl their way. But what healthy bird never flaps its wings, refuses to take off, denies the right to soar high? So inevitably, her day came too. Wings flapping beautifully, she carried herself up and away. And for the very first time, our nest was truly empty. But it was still here, faithfully waiting, ready to fill back up for holidays, weddings, and all kinds of other special events. If there's one thing you should always be able to count on, isn't it your nest? That's what I thought anyway, until the day God unexpectedly said, it's your turn. Spread your wings, go, fly, soar. Nervously, we looked around. Could this be right? Is he asking us to leave the very nest our little birds believed was here to stay? Is he asking us to leave it too? Every twig, every branch, how do we do this? How do we find the strength to flap our wings and fly away from every single thing we hold dear? Did Abraham fill the pool to stay? Did Moses resist for more reasons than a fear of public speaking? All through the Bible, God pushed people out of their comfort zones when he was ready to use them in a different way. And our nest is definitely our comfort zone. So the day we felt the call, we hesitantly walked to the edge, looked down, and realized it was time. He was pushing, and our choice was clear, flap or fall. So we said yes, and as we did, something happened. God began to perform a miracle. Not a tangible or immediate one, and not one that causes crowds to ooh and awe, but it was a miracle nonetheless. God somehow began to transform our nest. Every twig became a memory, every branch a story. The empty nest we call our home started changing from walls and windows to a home deep within our hearts. Yes. You're going to fly, he lovingly said, but the nest is flying with you. Suddenly, it wasn't quite as scary. 
This decision to journey into a new chapter became just a little easier when we realized we aren't really leaving anything or anyone behind. Because family isn't held together by twigs and branches. It's held together by memories and stories and love. So we called the kids and talked to friends and realized they already knew what we struggled to believe. No matter where we settle, the nest will be there too. Our address may change, but our love remains the same, gently whispering to family and friends, you always have a home here. This nest is yours forever. Well, Ben, welcome to the studio. Thank you. At least you let me in this time, didn't lock the door on me. That's well, you good. know, I thought that would probably be nice Absolutely. since you know how to operate the recording stuff my, and I don't. My studio. <laughs> That's it's, fine. It's it, fine. I'm fine. <laughs> well, listen, um, it's, I guess, pretty clear from what I've just uh, read that things are going to change in a lot of ways for me and for my husband. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I was wrestling with what podcast topic we were going to have today, and I felt in a way like it would almost be denial to try to just have a, something, you know, that didn't face the fact yeah. that this has been a pretty emotional couple weeks for me and mm-hmm. my family. So um, I, I, I just kind of wanted to, I think, take this podcast episode to talk a little bit about hearing God and really knowing that this is something that he wants and not just something you're choosing to do. And I was reminded of a time a while back, it's been over a decade ago, but Tim and I had a situation where there was a a big decision that Tim was feeling very much a yes, and I was feeling very strongly a no. And it became um, a point of contention that carried on for a little bit of time and sent me actually to several different people crying and asking, I didn't know what to do because we were not on the same page. Mm -hmm. We finally sat with um, a very wise um, minister who at the time was somebody that was really important in our lives. And he he basically said that, you know, Tim and I are one. And um, if we don't both feel peace, then there's not peace. And I think that the difference this time for us is um, I've I've probably cried just as much, mm-hmm. and I know I'm going to cry more, um, but I don't feel I don't feel what I felt the last time. I'm I'm glad I had that last time because now I know had a little <laughs> bit of a blueprint to fall back. On. I do, yeah. I really do, and this time I can see all the different ways that God's kind of opening doors and He's. It's just bringing reaffirming words from friends and um, family that uh, even our kids, because, Ben, we built our house. Mm-hmm. We've lived in this town for 30 years. We built our house 26 years ago. We've raised, this is the only house that, you know, most of our kids really remember. And um, so it's more than just a house. Yeah. You know, it's a home full of all kinds of memories, good and bad. This is a huge decision, and I, I just, I guess... Um, I want to just take a minute to just talk to people about that might be wrestling with something that's really, really hard. And I also want to just say that I'm thankful that of all the things in our lives that are going to change, our podcast is going to remain the same thanks to technology. Right. And let's just be honest. I mean, that's probably the biggest source of peace that you have is that you are still going to get to talk to me. It's called podcast (laughs) peace. Exactly. I say that that with so much humility. (laughs) 
There's not even an H on it. It's humility. You are one of the most humble people I've ever met. <laughs> but yes, I, I. But I am thankful because to, for me, the podcast has become something that um, I look forward to, and I feel is able to reach people in a whole different way. And um, so, you know, that was one of the things I told Tim honestly on our way home from the interview when I could tell that things had gone well and that he was excited and I was feeling scared and I was not sure what I was thinking. I said, I'm not, I mean, I don't want the podcast to end. And he was like, absolutely not. And so that, I love that God's giving me a little string um, of connection to Grayson. And um, so anyway, I just wondered if maybe you want to share a little bit about hearing God, about peace. I would I would love to. Thank you. Uh, just a little bit. Try not to sidetrack too much into a personal story of mine. Okay, but please but, share some. Uh, you know as well as people who know me well, uh, they understand that I have a fascination with New Zealand. Yes. I love New Zealand. Yes. I am a J.R.R. Tolkien nut. I love Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, Cimmerillion, all of those, Middle yes. Earth. And New Zealand is where they filmed um, the Lord of the Rings Okay. Movies. So I have always said that I'm going to go plant a church in New Zealand. I mean, that's what God would want. About seven years ago, I had a church reach out to me from New Zealand Mm. uh, that wanted me to come be a pastor, be their pastor. Uh, Fantastic church, fantastic offer, just everything. And they were even offering uh, to fly my family and I for two weeks over just to... You know, just to wow. get a feel for the place. Yeah. Um, and that was one of those things. I didn't want to take advantage of resources that they sure. could. I didn't want to take a two week paid vacation on right. them. Right. Uh, but as you Kim, wanted to. I wanted to, but <laughs> I, I didn't want to. You didn't feel right. Yes, time. exactly. So Kim and I prayed and prayed and prayed and some more, and we was getting nothing, mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. nothing. And finally, the day before I had to give them an answer mm-hmm. on whether we were going to come for that two-week mm-hmm. period or not, I just, I was crying out to God about, God, you've got to give me something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and basically, it came down to God asking me, where is your heart? Mm-hmm. Uh, because I, I feel like I could have gone and the kingdom would have been expanded. We'd have done well at the sure. church and the church would have grown. And, you know, but I feel like we could have stayed and right. you know, the same things right. would have happened. But God asked me where my heart was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... I have a little bit of a spiritual litmus test for okay. you that I use on judging where my heart is okay. on major decisions, and that's Romans fourteen seventeen. Okay, and that is Paul writing. He says, "For the kingdom of God is not a matter of food or drink, mm. but of righteousness, peace, and joy mm-hmm. in the Holy Spirit." Mm-hmm. Now, I've always kind of like I said, I use this as a step by step litmus test okay. in my decision making process. Okay. Number one. Uh, do they have good food and drink there? No, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's, it's not a matter of eating right, or drinking. Right, right. All right. But the first step, step is righteousness. Okay. Is it right? Mm. In the sight of God, mm-hmm. is it right? Mm-hmm. So if not, then you've got your answer right Scratch there. it off. But if it is right, mm-hmm. I believe that takes us to the next step. If you can establish that it is righteous, okay. right in the sight of God, okay. then that takes you to peace. Mm. Is there a spiritual peace present? Mm. All the while understanding that spiritual peace and physical peace look completely and totally different. They will conflict with Absolutely. each other most all of the time. Absolutely. Because what you're feeling now is not physical peace. No. But you have an inner peace yes. that can only come from yes. Holy Spirit. Yes. So if it's right and you have a spiritual peace mm-hmm. about it, then that brings you to the last one. Is there joy? Mm. Christ endured the cross for, for the, the joy, joy that was set yes. before him. 
which gives us an indication that our joy should be tied to the people that we can impact around us. Yes. Because Christ was joyous because of the impact that was going to make on everybody else's life. Yes. Will there be impacts to other people's lives that Mm. will lead you into joy? Mm. So if you check all of those three boxes off, Mm -hmm. I think you've got a pretty pretty good grasp on whether it's God or not. If it's right, if it leads you into peace, and if it brings joy. I love that. I think you've got a pretty good box there that you've checked off. And, you know, that's reminding me, uh, my daughter had put, um, on her Instagram story yesterday, um, what brings you joy as a fill in the blank? She just wanted to know what people, you know, what what brought people joy. And so I had, I'd seen it earlier in the day and I had, didn't really have time to think about it. And then later I went back and I was like, oh, I think I'm going to stick a comment. You know, she lives in Washington, so we're yes. not right there together all the time. So I thought, I'm, I'm just going to throw a little comment. She's one of them foreigners. She now. is she way out there. Absolute three. It's crazy. It's so different. But I, I, I thought about it for a little bit, and then I I wrote an answer to her. And actually, I think that I'm going to look it up because I don't do as well the second time around. Um, but I think that I should be able to see it right here in my comments. Um, and this is what I told her. Not to sound corny, but truly my joy comes from above and from the hope of what is promised after a faithful life. The joy of the Lord truly is my strength. My happiness seems to come and go, depending on the day and the situation, but my joy is deep and abiding and overflowing even on my darkest days because I know who holds tomorrow. Even Jesus faces the cross for the joy set before him. I love that. Jesus knew even as he carried his cross and then died on it that joy was coming. Sorrow may last for the night, but joy comes in the morning is a favorite verse of mine. So is those who sow in tears will reap songs of joy and consider it pure joy when you face trials of every kind. Christian joy doesn't make sense to the world. I love that SpongeBob said, happy, happy, joy, joy. They really are two different things. Happiness is temporary. Joy is eternal. Sorry for rambling. Just loved the question and it made me think. Thank you for asking. I needed the reminder. And I think for me, I don't necessarily feel happy (laughs) about um, the thought of, goodness, I mean, I've raised my kids with all my friends here. I've, this church is my church. And uh, I, I especially don't feel happy about tackling my house because I've I've not ever cleaned. They say you should clean like you're moving every ten years, and I never have. No. So that's foolish wisdom. It is. That's, I agree. It's the Who is that? Of fools, Who Tammy. is that? Um, sparkle. What is it? Um, if it doesn't spark joy, well, I can tell you, my house is not going to spark joy for the next few months. Well, but. and you know, spiritual joy mm. is an inside job. It is. It's an internal thing that comes from Holy Spirit. It does. Happiness is dependent upon external things. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, it, it, yeah, yeah, you're not going to have happiness Mm-mm. all the time Mm-mm. and happy moments consistently. But when you're in the, in the will of God, mm-hmm. there's going to be this well that's springing up. Yes. That continually yes. brings you joy yes. in the midst of maybe unhappy situations. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I guess um, in in... My part of ending this podcast, I want to just kind of say to people that are listening that maybe you're driving in their car or they're sitting in their office or wherever, whatever's going on. Um, I love your litmus test. 
Thank you for sharing that. And um, I do I do want to just encourage you that if there is something that is a is a a really big decision that's weighing on you, you can go first of all, you can go to the person you know is going to give you the answer that you want. Yep. Because I definitely have had been been in situations where I knew what I wanted to hear, and so I went to the people that I knew would tell me what I wanted to hear. But I do think that, you know, first and foremost, you get on your knees, you go to God, and you ask Him for peace. But then sometimes you go to the person who maybe isn't going to hear what you want, or say, who isn't going to say what you want to hear. Let me correct that. Um, Because sometimes I think think God— Abraham, surely to goodness, didn't want to do the things that he was asked to do. Um, And yet he had a faith that took him down that road. So um, I guess the encouragement I would have for you today is that I do think there is a way to walk that leads us closer to Christ and it leads us into the world in whatever way God wants us to go next. And for, for me and for Tim, for whatever reason, God is moving our tree. And I've been, I've been, I'm working on a thing for this weekend about being beautifully rooted in your faith. And what's really occurred to me as I've been studying is, you know, we're supposed to be like a tree planted by the water. And I think, you know, a tree planted by the water is a tree that is sturdy and strong, and it's got roots that are going down into the water, and it's, it's not moving. And I've always wanted to be a tree that's planted by the water. But all of a sudden, God's like, I want you to move. But wait, I'm a tree that's planted by the water. But then that's where I feel like God says, but where are your roots? Where are your roots? Are they in the soil or are they in your faith? And seeing what we do is we, we get that picture and we think that the tree is unmovable. Mm-hmm. If the tree is supposed to be unmovable, then the water would never flow anywhere else other than where the tree is. Oh, good. The water continues the to water flow. The water continues to flow. Yeah. So my tree will be watered wherever, <laughs> wherever my, whatever my address is. Right. Yes. So we love you all. And that, so you have any closing thoughts? Well, I'll tell you what, just, why don't I just close this in prayer? Be great. And uh, in this prayer, I'm going to ask everyone who's listening to this, whether it's a year, two years down there the road you you're hearing this, agree with me in this prayer as we're going to pray for Tim and Tammy. Thank this you. this new season. And Thank whatever, you. Uh, that person that's listening to this maybe years from now. There you go. Pray for you in that situation. Thank you. So, Father, we just thank you so much for Tim and Tammy. Uh, even in just 14 episodes, the amount of uh, people that have been pouring themselves out, reaching out to Tammy upon this announcement, mm-hmm. how much this podcast has impacted their lives, how much mm-hmm. her writing, how much their lives, and just being transparent and open and willing to share in the good, the bad, mm-hmm. the ugly, the indifferent, and things that are far beyond anything that we could ever imagine. So God, I just pray that as they follow you, that you would bless them indeed, Mm -hmm. that you would bless their comings and goings, bless them in the wintertime, bless Mm -hmm. them in the spring, in the summer, in the fall, bless Mm -hmm. them Mm -hmm. mightily. Father, I just ask for a newfound energy Mm -hmm. in you, and I pray for a newfound boldness Mm -hmm. as they step into this new chapter, this Mm -hmm. new season in their life, that you would be far more evident to them mm. than they than you've ever been before. In Jesus' mm. name, amen. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for episode 14 of My Heart, His Words, a podcast that pushes pause on life 
just long enough to focus on a moment and capture the beauty in it. If you like what we do here at My Heart, His Words, which why wouldn't you like what we do here? (laughs) Tammy is awesome. The co-host is sketchy, but Tammy is awesome. He's pretty cool. If you like what we do here, even when we ramble and joke, (laughs) please give us a like, a subscribe. Uh, You can recommend us to friends, Mm -hmm. family. Mm -hmm. Uh, But in all seriousness, this is done out of a heart of love Mm -hmm. and a heart of wanting to impact people Mm -hmm. positively for the kingdom of God. So if you would like to contact us, be in touch, have us praying for you, we would love to pray for you. You can connect with us on social media, on Facebook, uh, on Twitter, at MyHeartHisWord1 on Twitter, or you could email us at MyHeartHisWordsPodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, be blessed. Bye-bye.